0: This is your radio salvation. Go, 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 go!
1: It's a rough discus, Larry. A huge suplex.
0: hey good evening everybody welcome to another edition of thoughts count anywhere coming to you live from the go live vegas studios in the beautiful heart of las vegas nevada must be wednesday night because we're all here in studio scott hosey nat mullen Jason Piper holding down the casting, cap, casting couch. It's already started. Oh, my goodness. A.A. Ron behind the buttons making us look and sound good because God knows we need all the help we can get. Gentlemen, how are we doing today?
2: I'm doing fine. How about you, Aaron?
0: Doing okay, sir. Doing Just all like right?
2: I saw you on Saturday.
0: I, that's right. We were in here. Look at our nice apparel. <laughs> yes. Look at how sharp we look now. Nice. nice, but Matches our, our, our stuff. There you go. There's Jason. Even though it says Aaron Phillips under his name, that's okay. Don't worry about that. He should be so lucky. But to look at how good we look in the black and the white. This is nice. And the hats. Yes. Thank you to our sponsor, Power Play Sports Collectibles, uh, for uh, addressing us. <laughs> Ad- addressing us and, addressing us.
2: And, and not the owner, but you know. That's all right. One of our guys here has that. Mr. Hat. Matt, there has, you
0: go. Well, yes. we got to we got to help the sponsor out. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Get that mic up to you there, partner. I know you're busy typing and letting everybody know we're on. Everybody good? There? Yeah. Jason, how are you sitting over there this week? Doing all right? All right, who is that? Whose phone it's is up? Not mine. Not mine. Not mine. Well, it was always. Oh, it, it was our producer. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, my goodness gracious. Ring the
3: bell, Jason. Start the topics.
0: <laughs> anyway, thank you for joining us. So, you know what? We got a big show today. We have our normal uh stuff in terms of what we're going to go over we're going to go into i hear voices here momentarily but we have a guest who will be coming on right after through that right after we get through that can you not talk today no and i tried to be so good today too <laughs> i was i was trying to avoid the pitfalls like last week why don't you tell everybody who our guest is before i totally screw it up
2: <laughs> a good friend of mine scott teal many many years uh is owner of crowbar press and uh definitely has a wealth of knowledge and historical knowledge of pro wrestling going back generations upon generations and I just love talking to them. whenever I need a photo or something like that of one of the old-time guests I can always call him up uh, send him a quick chat and boom I've got like a library
0: of them which is amazing I, I was gonna I was gonna make a joke about needing a picture from the old library are you in it but I wouldn't do that to you while we're live on the air hey by the way if you want to send us a tweet that'll show up live on screen hashtag thoughts count anywhere your tweet will appear live as you see up there right now uh talking about tonight's show if you have a question thought comment whatever you have tweet us at hashtag ThoughtsCountAnywhere. anywhere phone numbers of course why don't you give out the phone numbers
2: 702-329-6947 if you're in the las vegas area or if you're outside the las vegas area we have an 800 number which is 855-502-4321 blast off
0: <laughs> and of course we are monitoring the chat rooms call us be part of the show we really would love you to do that Watch the bottom of the screens because of the fact we have messages going out there. We have a a webpage that's going up, Go Live Vegas Studios. Hey, listen, we got a lot going on, and the crawl up there will give you some idea under some quick headlines in terms of what's happening around us. Okay, with that, in order not to keep our guest too long on hold, I'd I'd hate for him to cool off uh, waiting for it to come through a gorilla, it's time to ring the bell. I hear voices. Matt, why don't you get us started with the first topic? Rumor is Vince McMahon is trying to
1: buy back the XFL out of bankruptcy. And Shady or not?
2: Can I tell everyone who made that comment weeks and weeks ago?
0: Who? Who? Who?
2: Yes. Poo. We've got a bunch of owls here. No,
4: we're the I new mean, day. The
2: handwriting was on the wall for somebody who you know understands the bankruptcy courts and how it works. Um, needless to say, he's just doing what most business people do in a hard time of economy. Yes, Because the the league was successful the first time years ago. Obviously had some financial issues. But this time around, it was pulling some strong numbers compared to, you know, some other sports that are out there right now. Yes. But but he definitely has, you know, a chance to revitalize
0: it. And I said, it will be back. Yeah. Third time the charm? I don't think so. Eh, Anybody else? I think
1: it'll be a good – if it has a chance to pop off like minus the – pandemic is threw it off it was starting to gain momentum
0: it was it was there were a lot of ingenuities that a lot of people liked like the communication in the booth and all of that stuff but we'll see what happens I mean right now we're just worrying about when our traditional sports leagues get back up and running let alone the XFL whenever so um, just a quick uh, comment Thomas Burnett says he was questioning about if there was technical difficulties because he saw my face pop up in a square because we were playing a game of Hollywood squares yes. they were picking me to block Uh, says hello Thomas also likes our new apparel Ryan Smith sending us a good evening and oh chief's in the house there you go so chief's out there great great thank you so much please reshare us okay next topic (laughs) sorry I didn't mean to wake you up over there, Jason yes
2: Roman Reigns will be out for the rest of the year
0: thoughts guys I I give him credit for uh, worrying about his health absolutely I have no problem with it Yeah. anybody who does that's their problem yeah
1: yeah, it totally makes sense with all the leukemia and like medicine he's had weakened his immune system. So it makes sense for him not to be anywhere near something that would jeopardize his health because he's worried about his kids. He just had twins, and even yeah. if it doesn't affect him, he's got newborns. So,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Jason, any thoughts? Same. Same. Same thing. He's got a lot
3: to worry about now, especially with the fact that he does have two new kids. So right.
0: It's one of those things where absolutely. if he doesn't worry about his health, Nobody will worry about it as well as he will and his family. Exactly. Mm -hmm. If WWE has a problem with it or any fans have a problem with it, sorry, folks, you're the ones with the problem. Okay, next topic. Uh, Rumor is WWE is talking about turning, I miss this, Seth Rollins turning babyface already after this whole Messiah thing. Let's talk about that. It
2: has to do with a baby, I'm sure, but that's (laughs) Becky Lynch's issue right now. Uh,
0: They got to do something. Uh,
2: People are going to start missing. They already do becky lynch they know they're together they know he's the father so the love of in the the fan favorite becky lynch they got to bring seth into that
1: i can see i don't know like how they're going to do it the monday night monday night messiah thing is taking off even though i like the old seth rollins a lot better even his new theme music i missed the burn
0: it down already <laughs> Also, on Monday, they, they appear to have welcomed another member to the chapter with uh, Austin Theory now, yeah. possibly joining the ranks after being kicked out from uh, Solina Vegas, Solina Vegas, the Vegas yeah. group. So uh, we'll see. By the way, I want to mention, uh, of course, that um, <laughs> uh, Shad Gaspard, of course, the news broke today of, of uh, his body being found. We're not neglecting that. We have something planned for the end of the show. So before anybody sends us messages or things, just know that we have something planned towards the end of the show. But at this point, I will say on behalf of Thoughts Count Anywhere, condolences go out to he and his family. But he will, look, as a hero, save the son first, man. I mean, I think that, that goes a long way. Okay. So with that, the fact that we have to instruct him every time to ring the bell worries me. Because you hesitate. You are a flabbergasted. Don't you know me? Don't you know me better by now? Okay. Anyway, it is time to bring in our guest. I hope he still wants to come on. At opening, our guest tonight, Scott Teal, has been writing about professional wrestling since 1968. Uh, Scott has been writing about professional wrestling that long. His first publication was a fan bulletin called the Tampa Scene and later changed the title to Florida Fanfare. Since then, he has edited, written, published more than 100 books on the subject of pro wrestling. In 2003, he published his first biography, Inside Out with Ole Anderson. Since then, he has published 45 other books, including bios with such well-known wrestlers as J.J. Dillon, uh, Jody, Assassin Number 2, Downtown Bruno, Ivan Koloff, you name it, many, many more. Please welcome to the show our guest, Mr. Scott Teal. Scott, thank you for joining us tonight.
4: Thank you. It's good to be here. Man, I couldn't have uh, written anything as good as that, what you just read, what you just said.
0: Well, I said it the way you wrote it on your website, so it's all good. (laughs) I got so many more pages I could have read, too, but I I gave the abridged version. Thank you for coming on tonight. Uh, We appreciate you taking the time. I mean, my my general softball question to get things started, where did your love for wrestling first get started to basically become such a historian
4: of pro wrestling? He is
0: a great historian.
4: Well, thank you. It I got started in Florida. I just uh, uh, saw a program one day, the Championship Wrestling from Florida, and fell in love with it the very first time I saw it. And I went to the didn't go to the matches for a long time, but I never missed it on television. And I started taking pictures eventually. I, I just had a uh, bought a little thirty-five millimeter camera, started going to some of the smaller shows around Bradenton, Florida, where I grew up, and I took pictures there for couple two three years i guess and i did those little newsletters that went worldwide actually and uh then ended up moving to tennessee and i met a few of the wrestlers in florida while i was there and when i got to tennessee i was there for a year i was going to college and i'd go to the matches just occasionally i didn't go often uh and then one of the wrestlers asked me one day if i'd like to go to huntsville alabama and I really didn't have anything to do with the promotion at all. I mean, I knew a few of the guys and uh, made a few trips. But uh, when I went to Huntsville, the, I guess the promoter saw me around ringside. And one of the wrestlers came out and he says, Nick Gulis wants to see you in the back. Well, that would strike fear in the heart of anybody. Because Nick Gulas was a, uh, the wrestling promoter. And he, you know, he was the type of guy that, uh, you know, when he said jump, you jump. I had never met him, and I thought, oh, no, he's going to tell me to get my fanny out of that arena, away from that ring, and and take off, you know, because I was up at the ringside taking pictures. Uh, but when I got back there, he said he had seen me around. He'd seen my work in the magazines and asked me if I'd like to come work for him. And I went to work for him, taking his pictures, doing publicity. He ended up doing the arena programs, uh, all their photography work, and, uh One thing led to another from there. I was with him for six years until he sold the business, and then I got out out of wrestling at that point.
2: Wow. Scott? Well, in the business, getting over, when you were doing all the writing as a young young guy and the pictures, when did you know you were over and you needed to take that next step, with especially Crowbar Press and the Holy Book?
4: Uh, Yeah, yeah. I started uh, when I left the business in 1980. I, I said I'll probably never have anything to do with wrestling again. Uh, Memphis, the, the uh, Jerry Jarrett, they had their own program, so he didn't need me to publish, uh, you know, an arena program for them. So I figured, well, that was it for me. Well, '96, some guy called me up and he said, "Would you like to help me uh, with some uh, create some publicity for a wrestling convention they were going to have in Nashville?" And I had had no contact with anybody really six, uh, 16 years. But I told him I'd love to do it, and I got in touch with some of the guys, and that's where I came up with my idea for uh, um, the first newsletter I did uh, as of 1996 called Whatever Happened to And I did interviews in it. Uh, I talked to a lot of the old-timers, and most of these guys had disappeared, I mean, over the past decade. The fans didn't know where they were because, you know, the business changed, and so a lot of these guys got out of the wrestling business. And what I did was do interviews with these guys. And I also included their address, phone number, and all the guys gave me permission to do that. And the fans could write them and call them. And the the wrestlers, believe it or not, they loved it because they hadn't been really in the public eye for years. And now all of a sudden there's these fans calling them. And sort of it was really a cool thing for the wrestlers and the fans both. But uh, I did that for about five years, and then one, uh, actually seven years. Nick, uh, not Nick, uh, Ollie Anderson approached me at the Gulf Coast Wrestling Reunion in Mobile, and he's uh, as we were leaving the motel room one night, he said, "We ought to write a book." And I just sort of shrugged it off because if you know Ollie Anderson, he's probably the last guy in the world who would have opened up about the wrestling business. You know, if you said anything about wrestling not being all, you know. Legitimate. Oh, he he kicked your butt, but I said sure, and I just sort of shrugged it off. And about five months later, he called me and says, "Well, when are we going to start that book?" And I said, "Are you serious?" He says, "Yeah." I said, "Well, I'm ready anytime you are." So we started doing uh, interview work, and we talked. I'd say a good eighty hours on the phone while I recorded everything and transcribed it. And that actually was my very first uh, real book. What I call my uh, real book. The others were all periodicals, magazines, and uh, so and it took off from there Ole and I sold his book at the uh, Fan Fest in Charlotte that year we he we signed books from it was a Thursday through Sunday four full days, we signed books for for every single minute we were in that place, we sold every book we took and uh, the line never stopped the whole time we were there and while I was there J.J. Dillon, Ivan Koloff now these are guys that took it, were legends uh, they stopped up at the table. They had seen Oli's book. They were friends with Oli, and they came up and asked me if I'd like to write their book. And man, I mean, I was like in hog heaven. I mean, it was great having these these guys that actually were pro I mean, they were legends in the business, big time legends. Madison Ab- Square Garden. Absolutely. And uh, that's where that's what really got started off.
2: And like you said, Oli was definitely old school kayfabe, and was not going to you know break that at all. You know, a lot of people say he was a little difficult to work with. Obviously, you broke that mold, and, you know, I, I've known you for years. You're a great guy to get along with. How did you, how did you break that mold with Oli? Because I've, I've had it, him as an autograph guest before, and there's kind of that brick wall there, you know. that Sounds it, it,
0: like yeah. somebody else I know. Exactly.
4: <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it was exactly like I said. I didn't think he was serious, and I pretty much just shrugged it off. Uh, and he's really the one that pushed, you know, that came back to me, and when he, when he did come back that second time, I, you know, I thought, well, uh, sure, if he's going to do this. So I, so I didn't throw him any softball questions. I mean, I asked everything about the business I could think, you know, expose-type stuff. Of course, everything was expo, exposed by then, anyway. Absolutely. But uh, he, had, he had no qualms about answering anything I asked him, Not, none whatsoever. And, be, I, and before I came down sorry. to the
2: studio yeah. I want you know, I'm f- finishing the stuff up at the desk I look up at my bookshelf and right there is Oli's book there you go you know crowbar you press go. right next to you it should have brought it
0: down here we could have shown it I'm sorry <laughs> what kind of marketer are you and, and
2: then right next to it J.J. Dillon's book, uh, Seagulls, I mean. See, if you took those two
0: books down off the shelf, though, would the shelf collapse? Were they holding up everything on they were there? I (laughs) want to remind everybody that you are watching Thoughts Count Anywhere, coming to you live from Go Live Vegas Studios here in Las Vegas. Aaron Phillips, Scott Hosey, Matt Mullen, Jason Piper, A.A. Ron on the board. We want to thank you for watching. If you're not keen on watching this through Facebook, that's okay. We're currently up on YouTube. We're up on Periscope. We're up on GoLiveVegas.com. You can download the mobile app if you're moving about. Take us on the go with you. Please, our phone lines are wide open, folks. 702-329-6947. Now is your time to get in and ask a question. If you're outside the United States, like in Canada, 855-502-4321. I have some messages in the chat room. By the way, uh, Scott, I'm going to call him Scott T. Okay. You're Scott H. There you
4: go.
0: All right. (laughs) Scott T. Thomas Glenn, the chief, uh, says that you are a great fellow, a true gentleman, and thanks, Mr. Hosey, (laughs) for introducing the two of you.
4: (laughs) Oh, Thomas is a great guy. I've met, I've met him a couple of times at by uh, at Alley in Vegas. And, uh, what a good man. And by the way, Chief
0: is also saying that he's willing to come back and start ringing the bell, Jason, if you don't straighten up. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Matt, go ahead. Fire away a question. I know you got stuff that you want to ask.
1: Yeah, definitely. Hey, Scott, with all the books you've written, is there a talent out there that you would, like, really enjoy to, like, write their book or... There's someone on like your bucket list of a talent of like, hey, I want to write their book for them?
4: Then uh, they're not not especially one person. Uh, I've got four b- autobios in the works right now. Uh, oh. Frankie Kane. This is the one I'm probably the most excited about. Because Frankie Kane, we've been working on his book for over a decade. And this oh, guy nice. has stories he's ninety some years old now, and he has stories it, they're incredible. I mean, they're, they're fascinating. And it may end up being two books. Uh, I'm also working with uh, Burt Prentice, a uh, promoter here in the Nashville area. Joel Goodhart, who promoted the TWA Wrestling in Pennsylvania. was sort of the predecessor to the ECW promotion. Uh, so those are the main three I'm, that I'm hitting real hard right now. Uh, but I'm also, I, I also do uh, books called Wrestling Archive Project. And what they are, they're filled with interviews uh, with just everybody. I have like 15, 16 uh, really in-depth interviews with people. Some of the interviews in those books come from my old Whatever Happened To newsletters. I'm reprinting them because the newsletters now are out of print. So um, I'm putting them in the book. And I'm also adding like three or four other interviews. Like the very first volume of Wrestling Archive Project featured a 116-page interview with Buddy Colt from Florida. Nobody... Had ever interviewed Buddy Fulton really in depth, and Buddy really is, is another Ole Anderson. He's a, you know, he was a real. I mean, he was a big time heel, and uh, he was very staunch about not exposing the business, not saying anything that would uh, expose the inner workings of the business. But man, he opened up like I couldn't believe, and that was really cool because Buddy, when I lived in Florida, and was going to the matches as as a, as, well, really still a teenager. Buddy was a big name at that time in Florida, so it's sort of cool to uh, be able to sit down with these uh, guys that at one time were sort of guys you really looked up to, and, and be able to talk to them, and in essence become you know pretty good friends with. Them.
2: I got a question that came into the chat room right now for me, and that is or uh, in my chat room. Uh, have on. you ever? Yeah. Have you ever considered a book about huh. the great
4: Malenko? Who? Great Malenko. Great Malenko. Jody Simon. Uh, yep. Uh, Malenko's son, he's been after me for the longest time he, and he keeps he, he'll, every three four months he'll Facebook message me and he'll get on my case about it I've interviewed two people about uh, well three actually uh, about uh, Malenko and my plans are to interview about eight or nine more, more people who really knew him well and what I'm going to do would be to feature it in that Wrestling Archive uh, project series so, uh, yes, that is something. My biggest regret on that is there's so many of the guys that really knew Malenko the best. I'm talking about the older guys. Uh, that They are not around anymore. And so I, I've missed an opportunity to talk to people about him. But he was one of the great heels, too, in Florida. Oh, my goodness. He was. In fact, when I first saw wrestling, the very first TV program I saw, he was big-time instrumental in one of the big – angles that they did on television that day and it was really it was because of what he was doing that day that really just sort of drew me in and and made me in essence a lifetime fan
2: well i can tell you in our chat room uh the Bachwinkle family is listening in to the show so i'll just leave it at that that's you know wonderful you know the (laughs) sister-in-law and darlene are there
0: so that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's great lineage here. Hey, why are yeah, you no, looking up with guys.
4: I'm sorry. One of nope. the guys that we, we missed that should have had a book about him was Nick Parker. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and nobody lived- ever got to him. Yeah. I talked to several people about it, pushed and pushed. And the closest we've got is a pretty lengthy interview that George Shire did with Nick. And then. I did some additional uh, work with Nick, and that was included in my second volume of my wrestling archive project. And there's a lot of good stuff. It's a very good in-depth interview with him, but it's about probably about 30 pages, 30-35 pages. But that's the closest we got, and it's a shame because I had talked with Nick about it, and I just didn't have time to, When I talked to him, you know, to really call and go because it's it's you're talking about a major an autobiography. You know, you're talking about 60-70 hours worth of phone work then you've got to transcribe it. You've got to edit it, call back with additional questions. So it's it's quite a job. But it's a shame that uh, Nick Bonson, there's not a book out there that has, you know, about Nick Bonson. Absolutely. I I just want to let everybody
0: know the website is Crowbar Press, just like a crowbar that you'd find in your car. Press.com. Plethora of information. I mean, I don't know if plethora is even a big enough word. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, if you have any questions, you want to reach out to Scott, you can give him a call at 615-442-6699, 615-442-6699. Or you can email him, W-H-T-R-E-S-L-R, so I have a little take on the word wrestler, at yahoo.com. But, of course, all that contact information can be found on the website. All right. We only have a couple of minutes left, so I want to fire away a couple of questions and comments in my chat room, and then I think we want to ask him the final question, because <laughs> we always love ask, asking this of all of our guests. Uh, Chief is asking, uh, when will more Rocky Johnson books be available on Crowbar? And he is also Cowboys. applauding that you have great wrestling DVDs out on the site as well. So talk about the Rocky Johnson book. All
3: right.
4: Uh, the Rocky Johnson book, I couldn't begin to tell you. It was in bookstores and uh some problems between Rocky and the publisher. I had problems with Rocky myself, but that had nothing to do with the book being pulled, but the publisher pulled all the books out of the bookstore, and I have not been able to find out yet what's going on, what's, what's going to happen with it, whether it'll be reissued, whether it'll be reprinted, maybe, there, I don't know if there was something they didn't like, the the Johnson's family didn't like or what it was. Uh, I do know Rocky caused a lot of problems for the, for the publisher. And strangely enough, or not strangely, but because the fact is, that's the only book I've written that I haven't published myself. And Rocky apparently caused so many problems with them that it really made me realize that I'm glad I didn't do it myself. Uh, That uh, ECW Press took that on themselves because I, I, you know, I would have been dealing with the same thing they're doing. I don't know, you know, I had to go through some uh, legal issues as well myself with Rocky of the way he was acting but uh, i don't know what's going to happen with it now i really don't
0: so thomas basically the answer is keep checking the website <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah
0: that's right all right we have one final chief, question I'll
4: let, I'll let chief know as soon as i find out he'll be the first one i let know i'll make a note I'll,
0: there you I'll, go I'll... there you go so he's on the preferred list notice we get nothing right. but chief gets everything Do you notice he'll, he'll send it to me i know he will
4: okay <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll let scott
0: know of all of our guests, we always ask a question, but I think for you this might be the hardest because of all the knowledge you have of all the wrestlers that you've worked with. So, Matt, ask him the question before we before we say goodbye.
1: All right. With all your history in wrestling, who is your wrestling Mount Rushmore?
4: As far as writing goes, or just uh, in general,
1: in general, and your top four of wrestling ever?
4: Uh, it would have to be. I would say Frankie Kane. And the whole reason is he was one of the original Infernos. And the Infernos is really what what fascinated me when I first started watching pro wrestling. They were mask guys. They had a boot they loaded supposedly with steel and kicked their opponent in the head and threw fire. And the Infernos were, in my estimation, one of the greatest tag teams of ever, ever, ever. And I was always fascinated with mask guys. So uh, I'd have to say Frankie Kane because he was the original Inferno. He was also the guy you you guys would know as the uh, great official. Who else would be on your Mount Rushmore?
0: Three more heads. Put three more heads up there real quickly.
4: Ooh, boy. Uh, Roger Told you Kirby. it was a tough question. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, well, I put myself on the spot here because <laughs> I have so many good friends in the wrestling business. But uh, Roger Kirby definitely would be one of them. We were very good friends, and uh, I just I just don't know how I could really – Label anybody else in particular, because I, I have such dear friendships with so many people that it's just really, really hard to, you know, to. We gotta to respect that. I mean, All right, he, absolutely. He, yeah.
2: and, and for those who haven't uh, seen, uh, you know, Crowbar Press or his Facebook page, he's on there most every day, mm-hmm. posting different pictures, uh, ring cards, posters. Uh, it's amazing, and I, I just enjoy looking through it. And it's like I, I sit there, and some of the matches, I'm like, wow, and you know. I wish they could, you know, wish we could have the social media or the television 60 years ago, 50 sure, years ago to sure. get the good quality, sure. you know, footage.
0: Scott, I have one final thought as we say goodbye. If you ever wanted to do a book about the four of us here on Thoughts Count Anywhere, the good news is it will be nothing more than a comic book. So you'd be able to get it done <laughs> in about five minutes.
4: <laughs> I'm not a very good artist. So that that's okay. Smart, you I can I just
0: think. write the squares. We'll get somebody else to draw I, stick I, people.
4: I, that's right. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. <laughs> That sounds like something somebody told me today. They looked at one of my uh, DVD collections, and it was the best. And I won't tell the wrestler's name, but it was the best of so-and-so. And the guy wrote me. He says, is that, is that just an empty box that comes to you? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: jeez. On that note, Scott Teal' website is crowbarpress.com, crowbarpress.com. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your day with Thank us. You. We'll see you
4: again soon. Thank Pre-
0: you, Scott. Thank you I appreciate it, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Thank
4: you. Have a had have a great time.
0: All right. Scott Teal, basically a walking encyclopedia.
2: We're going to have to have him on because oh. I, I, you know, some of our listeners, they only think of like the John Cena's, the Hulk Hogan, sure. and things like that. You know, Kirby, the Infernos. I mean, Scott and I go way back uh, 15, 20 years with uh, CAC mm-hmm. and just the amount of knowledge and historical knowledge he has. And. I mean, just the pictures, and I mean, the books are amazing.
0: Absolutely, Jay, uh, who's in the chat room, who I met last year at the uh, Cauliflower Alley Club convention, myself, he's here in Vegas. He writes, Scott is one of the first people he met at CAC, and he loves his book. His contributions to the business are invaluable. With that, we're going to leave you with that thought because we're going to step aside. We have to pay a bill or two, or a quarter of a bill. Power Play Sports Collectibles has a message. Thirty seconds. We'll be back when we come back. We're going to get into a WWE report. Don't go anywhere. At the Boulevard Mall. Aaron Phillips here with Scott Hosey, Matt Mullen, Jason Piper, A.A. Ron on the board. As always, Thomas Burnett is my biggest voiceover fan because of the voiceover commercials. That I do. At least I know I have one fan. But I don't know if you, you Just bought-
2: like the, the performance center, they have one fan?
0: Right, one big fan <laughs> right in the middle. That's right. And uh, But yet, Thomas, do you own one of my Aaron Phillips mugs on portnoy.com? I'm just asking. Anyway, all right. We got a lot going on. By the way, our phone numbers again, locally. Come on, guys, give us a call. We don't want to just talk amongst ourselves because it's a pretty boring conversation. 702-329-6947, 702-329-6947. If you're outside the U.S. of A, 855-502-4321. You can also tweet us live using hashtag count anywhere. It'll come up live on the screen. If you have a question, a comment, a thought, a guest maybe that you'd like to hear us uh, interview, don't know if we can guarantee anything, but give us some names.
2: Me? Okay, I gave you a name, but anyway. I got a name I'm for I'm going to do a cheap <laughs> cheap pop right now. Go for, those, for it. For those uh, who care about PowerPlay Sports Collectibles and customer base, <laughs> don't forget, May 30th, we're going to relaunch the podcast show. Yes. And I'm going to have this guy next to me. We're and, back. Yeah. And you know, we might have some of the other two here. Well, if you come down to Power Play Sports Collectibles, you'll, you'll see, see you'll see them all there, <laughs> ink and blink and nod. But they're all great guys, and I appreciate all their help. And uh, I hope to get open soon. Uh, I hope we do sports cards and collectibles shows again soon. Did
0: you say? Didn't you post something about something in July or? We June? have
2: a July date, uh, held weekend, yeah, held July tenth weekend. Okay, and uh, you know, I've talked to Vicky Guerrero about okay. possibly coming yeah. out. Hopefully, it and, might
1: be broken.
2: Yeah, maybe broken, too, but or deleted. But needless to say... But the uh, date's already
0: been deleted yeah. once.
2: Unfortunately, uh, we're still in an unknown. So those who yeah. are fans of Power Play sports collectibles, we're trying. We're trying to get the doors open. And when you do, we'll be happy to have you come back and enjoy.
0: So circle June 10th on your calendar in pencil. <laughs> Don't use July pen. 10th. July, July 10th. Oh, ju- you said June. I said no, you said July. July. July 10th. Well, I won't be there for that weekend because I'll be out of town hopefully on vacation. On a plane? No, in a car. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a plane. Ring the bell. <laughs> Not a plane. WWE report. What's next? All right, Last Ride. You guys want to talk about Last Ride real quickly? Chapter 2? What did you guys think? It was. It's still like
1: a trip to see like all this behind the scenes of The Undertaker after he's been hidden away and for so long. Now to see him like liking stuff on Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagramming stuff. It's like he really is human. He kinda had like that aura of him like he's like his real character. To see how much he
3: tears himself apart and how much he criticizes himself and then Michelle to talk about how much pain that her husband's going through. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of stuff that we don't know
0: about Taker that we're actually understanding now how much pain that man really was in. Yeah. Took him almost a year before he went back to watch the match against Roman, right? It was about eight, nine months later. Uh, before he watched that match and saw how, in his mind, how poorly perfor- uh, how he performed poorly, uh, and really the first time we saw him step out from behind the curtain was when he walked over and kissed his wife after that match, and that's really when he thought about uh, entertaining retirement. But the surgery pictures when he got the hip done. Oh my God!
2: Yeah. Well, people seem to forget, you know, because for the the average fan out there. The wrestlers are our superheroes of today. Yeah, right. And you know, when you have somebody like Mick Foley throwing themselves off the top of the cage in an Undertaker match, right? You know, you forget the bumps and bruises and the broken bones that they they have and yet they come back every week. Now, I'm going to give props to all the indie wrestlers out there cuz don't forget when you see a John Cena or an Undertaker or any of the top-notch stars, they started in an indie somewhere. Right. Yeah. And the fact that they made it through an ind and still be able to walk is amazing. And these guys today, because the bar has been set so high with all the the extreme stuff, mm-hmm. it just how they can walk and how they can function after retirement, play with their kids, enjoy life is amazing. I mean, I remember having conversation with Nick Bockwinkle, who flat out told me, I never went to the top rope. He said he and Ray Stevens were in Denver one night. And before the doors open, they're working through their match. Mm-hmm. And Ray was always the high flyer of the tag team.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Convinced him to go to the top rope. He said his knee started shaking, and he just got down. He's like, how are these kids doing it nowadays, yeah. flying around? And it's amazing. So when you see somebody like The Undertaker and all the surgeries, God bless him, and all the guys that and ladies that step in the ring because they have busted their butts somewhere before. And right? the
0: other side of that, Ember Moon who is yep. all of 25, I think, that only has been in the business for five years, her Achilles injury may force her to retire. Yeah. So here you got a flip side of someone who's at the really beginning stages of her career, blossom, prospect, and potential, face, basically is facing in a uh, retirement injury, just like Paige. Yeah. yeah. You know, just like Tyson Kidd. Yep. You know, one time it was Daniel Bryan and, and Edge. They've come back from their injuries. But now, you mentioned about how how... The wrestlers want to perform and, and save some quality of life. Dark Side of the Ring, the season finale last night uh, about Owen Hart. Uh, that was a big, big message that I got out of that show last night. Now, I'm not, and, and I'm not talking about the incident or anything, but the buildup was that Owen wanted to work as hard as he can, knowing that he didn't want to spend his entire life. He wanted to spend just enough time in there so that he can be comfortable financially and be home with the family. Yeah, God and that was very important.
2: Him let, let him rest in peace. But oh, I absolutely. mean, it just definitely, you know, you try to do that, and sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah, uh, it's
0: amazing that come October, wasn't it? Month of October, yeah. twenty-one years since Owen lost his life, and and we're not. I don't want to go into all the legal stuff. You can watch the episode for that. But all the buildup and what he came through to get out from under the shadows of of the Brett. You know, heart and and all of that stuff was amazing, and it's unfortunate. Um, But anyway, all right, next topic. Pick one there, Matt.
1: Let's go with um, Edge accepting Randy Orton's challenge to have a wrestling match at the next
0: pay-per-view. Okay.
2: We kind of touched on that last week, and my opinion is, Edge, stay retired.
0: (laughs) Well, for a long time, they were not allowed to use the word wrestling. But Yay. Paul Heyman has approved opening using that word again. And I think that's kind of where this angle is, is kind of coming from, aside from the obvious backstory. But the word wrestling now, we're starting to hear more and more come back in the lexicon of Raw. Jason? It's Edge, I agree with you, Scott. Edge does need to
3: stay retired and just stay with his family. There's really nothing more that Edge needs to prove. He's done everything in the business that he could possibly do. He's held almost every title. He's done.
2: He's a Hall of Famer. Why exactly. don't you go in the back and help the young kids? He is still a fan favorite. You can still use him, you know, for pops, you know, when you need the crowd, like they do Mick Foley. It's a Legends contract. But why go out there and embarrass yourself? And destroy yourself even more. Exactly. And you know for a fact he can't take the bumps with that neck injury.
0: Absolutely. Thomas He
1: does got got someone to prove to, though, himself. He was a lifelong fan. It was like his whole dream to be a wrestler, and it was just yanked out from under him, and he fought for nine years to – finally get back to where he was so i'm sure he wants to prove it to himself that he still got it oh i agree and And with that like the match he did at wrestlemania that really didn't it was like such a cinematic thing it didn't really prove anything to the fact that this match will of his timing and but i still think he can pull it off honestly
0: and no no sports uh performer really ever wants to go out Other than on their own terms. Yeah. You know, no one likes to be forced out. People like to end their terms on their own. You
2: know the analogy I'm going to use Willie Mays with the Mets. Oh, I know. Willie Mays, one of the greatest
0: baseball players of all time, came back
2: (laughs) in the Mets and you watched him. What an embarrassment.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, Thomas Burnett asks, and I don't have any history on this, uh, if there's any update on Xavier Woods' rehab from his own Achilles injury. I know he's still a long time out from coming back, I believe. He's still doing his, like, up, up, down, down yeah. channel, but he hasn't really given an update on his injury. No, there hasn't been anything out there. And Thomas also corrects me, which, of course, is not hard. Uh, Saturday the <laughs> 21st. I guess this uh, – when is the 21st of October? Because the 21st October? is tomorrow. Well, he says Saturday is the 21st – oh, I'm sorry. Saturday is the 21st anniversary of Owen's death, not October.
2: For everyone out there, he is a school
0: teacher. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Tutor, by the pray way. Pray for your kids. Tutor. <laughs> Notice they don't pray for me to survive what I do, just pray for the kids. So I guess it was May, not October. I, I you know, I don't re- remember that, but twenty one years, yeah, this Saturday. Yeah. Uh,
1: I remember that happening. I was watching that pay per view when it happened. Yeah,
0: as did I, yeah, absolutely. But I was a lot younger and had better memory then, so I can't remember <laughs> crap hair. now. And here, yes, I did. And don't put up that picture. A- a- I was gonna say,
1: if we need historic pictures of Aaron,
0: we just gotta ask A. Aaron. If Scott Teal <laughs> wants to write a book about me, he can have all the historic pictures he wants. Okay, uh, Drew, G- Drew Gulak and Devon Dudley made it official that he retired, but I don't think that's a shock uh, for anybody at this point. But Drew Gulak, I mean, he may be coming back. I would like him to come back myself, but
1: me too. He's a good wrestler, but he says he let his contract expire because he wants a raise, but with everything going on and all the pay cuts i don't think wwe wants to give anybody a raise at the moment so he might be stuck for a while or moving on to greener pastures somehow
0: (laughs) renee davis host of a show here friday night's midnight called the bewitching hour is in the chat room watching our show right now well hello great she was a rayette for those of you who remember ray charles and she was a rayette for the longest time singer i mean Her shows are themed great music, so check it out. Midnights, second and fourth Fridays right here on Go Live Vegas. So, Renee, we love you. I'm glad you're checking in. All right, next topic on WWE. Uh, Let's see. What do we want to talk about from WWE real quickly? Charlotte. Uh, Yeah, talk about Charlotte.
2: Charlotte's going to be on, or has been on all three shows. She's become the workhorse of the organization. My thoughts on it? Becky's gone. Yeah. And Paige, not Paige, I (laughs) forget Uh Bailey and uh Sasha Banks are not pulling ratings. They're not nope. selling t-shirts like the The hugger t-shirt worked for all the little girls and little boys. It was great. Right. Some older men. Mm-hmm. Um Why but, do you look over at <laughs> I was going to say, what's
0: wrong with being a hugger? But, Can't hug now. But those her shirts her, are like, her, her, you know, six, six, feet, six feet. Yeah,
2: six <laughs> feet. Yeah, Social distancing. So those two aren't selling merchandise. It's not going off re- really well. Charlotte. She is, right now until end of June, um, the woman in WWE. She needs to drop the NXT
3: title and get the Raw title. Cause Could it be
2: Charlotte? Three belts. Oh,
3: that would be something. That would be something. Because no. no. Oscar to me is not no. Oscar is a- a- As- not a draw. Like no, she people think she not has. when she first came up. Well, when she first came up, she was a draw. With
0: the streak. But that's what I'm saying. When first she had with with the streak, she, and but everything. she had the
3: streak behind her, and she had she had promise. Now. All she is is a tag team person with the Kabuki Warriors, and that's getting really annoying. Well, it's going away <laughs> real soon. Yeah,
1: that recorder thing and the little celebration—that was like the first time I was about to turn Raw off, and I don't know how long.
3: Yeah, I, mean, I was like, I can't deal with this. They really need to make it where it's Charlotte goes back to maintaining with Raw, and I'm going to touch on what Charlotte said to Sasha: get away from being Bailey's lackey.
0: They they have missed that for over the last couple of yeah. years, where they teased the split they didn't do it and now at this point it i think need, i think the time has passed it needs to be done it, it, it needs to be done but i don't think the heat for it to be done would be now like it could have been two years right. ago uh, i want to give a shout out in the chat room to uh, malia donoff who's a fan of uh, a couple of the shows that we do here she's in the chat room malia thank you she wanted the won a couple of t-shirts or she won a t-shirt the other day on time to vegas uh, i'm just trying to give cheap pops to all the shows on the network uh, what else? Uh, anything else on the WWE report that we need to touch base on? With I saw some interesting
1: thing of the Bruce Prichard's yes. podcast. He was talking about how the, everybody else in the McMahon family pretty much gets all their ideas vetoed, especially Triple H's, and the person Vince seems to go to the most is Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty interesting because everybody seems to say that Triple H is like the heir apparent and he has like all this push backstage and... Since Bruce is, like, Vince's right-hand man, basically, again, that he put a kibosh mm-hmm. to that whole thing.
0: Brother love. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny to see him make an appearance in uh, Money in the Bank coming out of the bathroom stall. But notice he see. didn't
1: wash his hands when he came out, though. I did notice that.
0: <laughs> For 20 seconds. <laughs> <Catch him. laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I find that interesting because I think they're trying to protect against, you know, the in-laws and the family and everybody and that ilk trying to make all the decisions. Well,
2: everybody's but, thought that, you know, Triple H will be the heir apparent, like you mentioned, but it's definitely going to be Stephanie. Yeah. Uh, you know, or Shane. It's not going to be Triple H because that thing
0: called divorce would really screw <laughs> things over. 702.
1: to have the McMahon last name. Yes.
0: That's right. 702-329. You mean Triple H isn't Triple H McMahon? 702-329-6947. 702-329-6947. 855-502-4321. If you're outside the United States, give us a call. Phone lines. Hello. Are you working? Let's go. Let's make them ring. <laughs> One with ringy, dingy. <laughs> yeah. ringy dingy. Two Thank you, Lily Tomlin. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's go on to the AEW Impact Report. Thank you. That's okay. Go. Double or nothing is this
1: Saturday, live on pay-per-view. I'm still extremely butthurt. It's not at the MGM Grand like it's supposed to be. It's in Jacksonville in front of no fans.
2: And why would they call it Double or Nothing? And why would they have a casino ladder match? I know it was supposed to be in Vegas, but since it's already been announced for a while, why didn't they just change it?
1: Yeah, (laughs) because it it just... When you already made all the shirts and posters and everything else.
2: Printing was done years ago.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. Leftovers from last year. There
1: you go. We're gonna have Brody Lee versus John Moxley for the AEW Championship.
0: For your old timers, that'll be Luke Harper and
1: Dean Ambrose. (laughs) (laughs) Then the first ever TNT Championship. It's gonna be Cody versus Lance Archer with Mike Tyson giving the belt to the winner. Which it's kind of funny. WWE has been showing all their Mike Tyson highlights
0: recently. Are you still (laughs) on that conspiracy theory, Scott?
1: (laughs) I am. And all then right. it's Matt Hardy and the Elite versus the Inner Circle. Okay. Which I can totally see the revolt getting involved in that match. hmm Spoiler I, I, I alert. Wanna, I want
2: to, I have to take a minute to just take, you know, suck it up here and go, I miss Vanguard.
1: I know. It's, he, he crashed. He got destroyed. <laughs> There's all the pictures <laughs> of Matt Hardy crying. Holding who was that? And
0: on your notepad. Who is what? Uh, what you wrote there on your notepad. That? Who did? We did.: No, i got people in the chat room. I haven't okay. seen anything. All right: Besides if we did, we would see we would ne- see: Next a- time I'll hold
2: cue cards up, so all the No, I just can- have, no, I just yeah.
0: happened to have looked at it. I just happened to look over there. But if something did happen, you know, A.A. Ron would be running around here like his head on fire. He's sleeping. I know he is. He's pretending that he's playing solitaire on his phone right now. He doesn't give a crap about his yeah, exactly. shows. Jeez. All right. Um, any other matches on that card worth even mentioning?
1: Yeah, and then we have the, even though it's not in Vegas, it's still the casino ladder match for a future
0: AEW title shot. And what are the stipulations in the casino ladder match? I'm uh, as far ask. as I
1: know, it's just a ladder match.
2: I want to see Orange Cassidy try to go up a ladder without a, using his hands. That would impress me. And watch Darby
1: Allin try to do a coffin drop off a ladder. Yeah. That's probably going to happen, I'm sure. But any guesses who the mystery opponent's going to be? I'm guessing it's some very newly released WWE. What? They signed WWE people? No. no. I'm shocked. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah.
0: Well, the A upside down is half a W, so. I'm going to
1: guess it's Zack Ryder. That's my official guess.
0: I could see that. I could see it. There's one guy I wish he had gotten a much better. Opportunity in the WWE. Always sure. liked him. Always yeah, liked me too. him. Well, AEW Woo-woo. is struggling. Yeah, <laughs> AEW is struggling so hard right now.
2: Believe it or not, yes, they are, um, and they got a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And there's no fans around. Why not give it away for free? I mean, if you want to keep your wrestling um, fan base, you know WWE. I mean, you pay 9.99, you know, the, for a month, but pretty much everything's free. But realistically. They're struggling to keep people and keep um, commercials and things like that. You know, you got to do something right now. Ratings for even WWE and Raw are down. Right. AEW's completely down. You know, NXT tonight, by the way, will be, you know, watch the first five
0: minutes. That's That's all all that matters. Yeah,
2: that's all (laughs) that matters.
0: By the way, Thomas uh, in the chat room asks, uh, asks, uh, where his shirt? Because didn't we promise him a shirt last week? Yes, we did, and I told you. Well, what did you say? I said, we I need barely... to get this
2: to Thomas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you have a shirt?
2: Yes. When the store opens, Thomas, we have your extra large shirt. Yeah, See, we have your shirt. There I even go. remembered the size. I'm wondering about him.
0: Oh, my <laughs> and so, t- you know, what, sitting at home all this time. My brain is going to mush. We've got somebody the on there. ATM Pro Inc. Really enjoying watching uh, Thoughts Count Anywhere. All right. Thank you, a- ATM Pro. Can, can
2: ATM leave an ATM at my front door? <laughs> so
0: well, you, you know, just pull
1: the cash out. That's yeah. all I need.
0: I have to say. And keep but the if, machine. If this was another style show, ATM would have a whole other meaning. But anyway, um, so thank <laughs> well, you, Thomas. on after dark is beyond <laughs> me. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Let, let's, let's ring the bell and go to the impact report. Yes, please. Nobody that's put please a, please a black light next to that casting code. Oh, my God.
3: Well, as Matt, Matt said on the whole impact, no Tessa, no one cares. Yeah,
0: That's June is almost here. <laughs>
3: That's right.
0: All right, uh, let's uh, go to other news, but let's skip the, the top bullet point there, obviously, now for the moment. Uh, let's, uh, Scott, why don't you do uh, the birthdays and the anniversary information, guys? Well, I'll
2: do the anniversary. It's a sad anniversary, though, nine years uh we lost Ron, Ra- Mach- Macho uh-huh.
0: Man. Uh, you <laughs> so think, think it's, it's easy Aaron ma- just
4: passed it yeah. on great <laughs> we we weren't Matt, social distancing nice. with ma- <laughs> masks
2: but Macho Man Randy Savage one of the greatest of all times um passed away 9 years ago and Matt your favorite match or three
1: <laughs> <laughs> one of my fa- one of my favorite matches was when you beat Ric Flair for the WCW title just cuz I was there here and in Vegas yeah it was always like a huge Macho Man fan so like sitting really close to the ring watching the Macho Man win the championship I lost my mind as a kid
2: mine had to be a steamboat
1: yeah, that's
2: the, pretty much cool. a steamboat that's usually number one on everybody's yeah. list when, yeah, when they talk about great all around absolutely Jason uh, how about you
3: uh, Macho and Hogan the mega powers collided oh, oh
0: yeah. yeah that's a good one too for the,
3: w, the WWE title
0: that's a good one too Want to give a special shout out to my dear friend, Ricky Cash, who's up in uh, Elko. Uh, He's not a huge wrestling fan, but he jumped into the chat room. I did an internet radio show with him for seven years called Vegas Unwrapped. So he just jumped into the chat room. It's good to see my buddies out there. Uh, Yeah. Elko,
2: is that anywhere near Tonopah? Yeah, it is. (laughs) is. I was going to say, for the people in Tonopah, God bless you. Not only have you had an earthquake last week, you had an earthquake today, and you had snow yesterday.
0: What more can you get? Go to Reno. <laughs> My goodness gracious. Who is this? Uh, <laughs> KE5WFB. Aaron is funny looking. Excellent. Thank you very much. Oh, was I not supposed to post that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, you know, I could come up with all kinds of mother jokes, but I won't. But anyway, uh, birthdays. How about we do birthdays? Who's got birthdays? Thank you anyway for, for checking in. I appreciate it.
1: There's a couple of big wrestling birthdays this week. We have the Road Dog. Chris Benoit's birthday would have been this week. Brian Pillman's birthday would have been this week. And a bunch of big names in WWE have birthdays this week of Daniel Bryan. Not the Brady. last one. Not the
0: last one. <laughs> not, I was going to say, not the last one. Not if there was last incident reported last oh. week.
1: <laughs> I was skipping that one.
0: <laughs> On our
2: list here, people, we have Alberto Del Rio. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, But the uh, other names on there, <laughs> yes, Daniel the Bryan, names, yes. Bray
1: Wyatt, and Roman Reigns. And I was going to say, if the other guy even bothers celebrating his birthday, because he might
2: be, be going somewhere. away for
1: a while, is Alberto Del Rio. One, yep. of my,
2: one of my buddies, uh, who was in the chat room until something happened here, um, texted me. Last week saying uh, his Alberto Del Rio collection of cards isn't worth very
0: much anymore. No, nope. no, not at all. Not at all. Probably just worth putting in as a doorstop under a door, I would say. Yeah. At this or point. in a bike spoke. Or in a bike. Remember bike spokes? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Going to pop culture. Now, as a Batman fan, okay, I've been watching the Batman show on the CW this year. I slow start. It's gotten better in the second half of the season. I was very surprised to read yesterday that Ruby Rose who plays Batwoman has actually quit and is not re-signing for season two. And the story that I read today was basically because she was, she found it too hard to do the show. At least that's a politically correct thing that they were saying. She got really nasty on set and it was sort of like a mutual parting of the way.
2: Okay, p- please enlighten me, explain this, how if
0: you have a show and you're making multi-millions of dollars. She does, she's, they, they do the show in Vancouver. She's not She's not happy living in Vancouver. She doesn't like it up there. Um, she has other credits to her name, but I agree with you. Was she being harassed? or nope,
2: nope. I mean, is it, is it tough to make a million dollars? I guess it must be. I mean. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm assuming we got 35 million people in the U.S. right now that would be very interested
0: in the role of Batwoman. That's why I'm curious to see who they're going to recast into that role for next season. I'd be interested in seeing. But so, you know, each their own, whatever. Yep. And I'm disappointed to see that that uh, is happening. Okay, next pop culture topic. Anybody?
1: Speaking of like Batman and the Justice League, they're finally releasing the Zack Snyder See, it's not cut easy to of... talk
0: at the end of the show, is it?
1: You guys laugh <laughs> The Zack Snyder cut of the Justice League is going to be released on HBO Max. And it's like the darker version of the Justice League that a yeah. lot of people have been dying to see. So there's been plenty of people wanting to see it so they're finally going to release it can't wait right on
0: okay next topic in pop culture
2: merely ah can't even <laughs> man you right. see folks it ain't Amidia just me Amelia Earhart <laughs> did her around the world first woman to fly solo across the Atlantic I'm sorry it was just the Atlantic portion. Twitter
0: feed films underscore real wants to know if Matt is single and they love us all so whoever that person is wants to know if you're available
2: Wow. You go, boy. Sure. (laughs)
0: Yes, I am. After Dark host, we love Thoughts Count Anywhere, sending spooky ghosts your way. Yes. No, please, no more ghosts. (laughs) Thank you, John. We appreciate you checking in. Boy, have we got stories for you about this studio since you started your show here. Tuesdays at 5 p.m., After Dark with John Shaw. It's a great show. How many other shows do I need to pop here, Mr. Producer? I haven't even talked about Twin Brothers or, the you know, that Saturdays at 12 and Our House, Our Voice at 10. Time to Vegas Tuesdays at nine, and coming back. Uh, listen, I'm moving to this <laughs> garage because I'm this garage. Oh my god! You really called it a garage? Well, it's, it's a, a studio.
3: studio. <laughs> they were listening, so, that, uh, so we need to put a studio bed inside here so Aaron can sleep here. Just be here. careful. On I'm the just having couch, please. bad visuals right now. <laughs> I am not going to be able to sleep tonight. Okay.
0: okay. On that note, <laughs> on that note, hashtag sad, hashtag sad. I know. What can I tell you? All right. <laughs> In uh, a serious note, because we're, we're up against a well, while, we're, we're kind of fading out here. Did you send any pictures? Were you able to send pictures to him over or not?
1: I didn't get a chance. Okay, or... no worries. He's got a couple. Oh, you have?
0: Right. Okay. okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to say goodnight uh, a little early because what we do want to do is we do want to give a 10-bell salute to uh, Shad Gaspar, who, of course, uh, as was reported today, his body was found uh, a couple of days after he and his son were out in the water playing. Riptide took him out hero dad, I think all dads would do this. The rescuers came out, he asked the rescuers to please save his son first, they got him to safety. But by the time they came back, unfortunately uh, Shad was taken under by another wave and they couldn't find him until uh, earlier today. So uh, we're gonna give him uh, a wrestling uh, tradition, a 10 bell salute on our way out. Thank you to everybody watching, Please, please stay focused. We're gonna have some slides come up as we do this. For all the guys up here and all of you watching, Thank you for watching Thoughts Can Anywhere, and, Sh- and Chad, rest in peace.